Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Joel is here. Good to see Joel. Always great to see Joel. And, of course, Danny G on the phones at 877-99 on Fox Super Producing. Spot putting up videos at Covino and Rich if you want to play along at home. If you're keeping score at home. Again, Who does like that? Rich said, I'm sorry? Who keeps score at home anymore? Old people. Old people and Michael K because he says it all the time. For those of you keeping <laughs> score at home... <laughs> And we're live from Mercedes-Benz Studios. This hour brought to you by TireRack.com, the official tire expert and retailer of the Dan Patrick Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan and try the tire decision guide. See the full line of Goodyear tires, special offers, free road hazard protection, and mobile tire installation. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Goodyear? Lots to get to. No, it was the worst. Ah, that's uh, a Leslie Nielsen quote. Yes, Naked yes. gun style. Um, You know... I got to ask you if uh, if I'm doing something that's a little too extra or if you think this is the right move. And then we're going to get to an anniversary of a classic movie. We'll get to that in a little bit. Talk some NFL. But we're talking about kids' sports. You said you went to Dick's Sporting Goods the other day. When was the last time you went to a sporting goods store? I went yesterday. If yeah. you don't have little kids, it might be a minute because you find yourself the same way you find goldfish and Ritz crackers and all the stuff in your house that you didn't have for 20 years. Well, it's not even that, too. I mean, our lifestyle changed, meaning yeah, I'll just get it on Amazon. Why do I got to go in? Yeah, honestly, I, I bought a new pair of turf shoes for softball, ordered them online. Right. Didn't go to the sporting goods store. So, right. I mean, we just happened to be walking by because, again, family's in town, and my sister wanted to go in there. So I was like, yeah, let's go. That, like, childlike excitement. Remember when you were a kid and you'd beg your parents and they wouldn't take you? So I'm like, yeah, let's go in. Let's check it out. Next weekend, my daughter has the parade okay. where all the kids, you know, carry the little banner around of whoever sponsors oh, them. It's a, and, it's a proud moment. And with the girls' little softball league, yeah, they all dress up. That's something new. What do you mean they dress up? Themed based on their team name. Oh, really? Okay. They're not wearing their uniform? No, they are, but like- Oh, but enhanced? We're the Sparkle Pixies. Oh, Pink Sparkle Pixie. So here's my question for you. Did you name that team? I did. Thought so. So, bunch of six-year-old little girls. They're excited. You know, you try to get 
kids involved. You t- whether it's little boys, little girls, if you're coaching, the whole goal is to try to get them enthusiastic about sports, right? So you lean into the fun. It's a great confidence builder for sure. And I went to this little league meeting, and I think we've all been there where you're like, man, these parents are not only A, some of them are a pain in the ass, but some of them just go overboard. And they're like, yeah, we're going to do this, and uh, we're going to ask for an extra money for each kid to do this and that and the snack shack and this. And you're like, what is going on? Can't they, they, they just play? They're just way too involved. Too Weenie. much time on their hands. Like, they got so much time. Like I'm like, how do you have too so much? Too much time on their hands. hands. Too much. So much time on their hands. And a couple of the moms that are coaching and helping out with these young girls, I was like one of the only dad coaches. Mm-hmm. And I heard a couple moms say things like, yeah, well, we go a little extra in this league. Or we go, like, you can't like you can't go too extra. I mean, keep in mind, it's also L.A., but maybe that's how it is everywhere. I don't know. Like, I'm picturing all these little girls coming in with, like, sparkle bats. And, like, you know, they're, they're going a bit, bit overboard. So I had an idea. I go, hey. You don't want to have a, a sparkle, like, pine tar incident. You know, you don't want to have a George Brett thing oh, going. Oh, home run was called sparkle. Oh, you don't want to have little, that uh, Little Briella? Yeah. Her home run didn't count. Too much sparkle up the handle of the bat. Yeah, too much. <laughs> you don't want to have a George Brett I'm just curious. Does Rich in full uniform as the coach on the side? Well, no, he's the like, manager. I'm the so, manager. Yeah. So, yes, as, I, uh, as Tony LaRusso of the team. Shoes. Yeah, he wears full Wristband, uniform. I mark. I, I, no, I pink, not I black. I'm the. <laughs> he might be a player manager for all we know. So got his name on the back of his jersey. We, I do. <laughs> I do. Because this is an extra league. All the girls have their nicknames on the back of the jersey. I love how Rich calls himself the manager and not a coach. He just got like, some new turf shoes. Since the beginning of time, anyone oh, that coached Jesus. your Little League team was the coach. Coach Buttermaker, Coach Montini for me, Coach whatever. Rich is the manager. Well, how do you not see the difference? Because they're, I don't know I what I want to be a I coach. Like you're embellishing. You know what a coach does? A coach shows up and helps the kids. You know what a manager does? I have to carry the equipment. Make know, he, the- he hits uh, wrestlers with a steel chair. Yes, I'm Mr. Fucci. He has a megaphone? Yeah. yeah. I'm Paul Heyman. Look at me. I'm just saying, I'm the manager. That Each team, do, what's who, do the Yankees have a coach or a manager? It's six-year-old softball, dude. I never, I, you're the only guy I've ever heard say, I'm the manager of a little kid well, team. When was the last time you, my friends, Participated in the coaching world um, of little kids. I don't know. You don't think I have nephews and nieces that play sports? Like I promise you, the person running things, they're calling them the I'm manager. I'm pretty sure they call him the coach. You're the only guy I've ever heard say this. For a six-year-old softball. What do the players call you, Rich? Coach Rich. The manager. But every team has a manager. Dude, Joel, do you think I want to be the manager? You think I want to field emails from every parent? You think I want to be the one ordering little sparkle shirts for all the kids? You think I want to do that? No! Manager. Anyway, but here's where I do want to go extra, and I want to know if you guys think this is a bit much. Okay, for all the so this is the question. Okay, yeah, coach. For, for all the parents, <laughs> yeah. for all the parents that coach their kids, knowing that all these other California eye-rolly moms are going to go above and beyond with all the stuff for the kids, I was like, well, you know what? For my team, I said, hey, is there any rules against walk-up music? And they're like, no, but I, I don't think anyone's done it for the little girls. So I go, well, 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 hold on now. I think I got the Fox Sports radio voice to do player intros for the girls. And I asked all the girls, hey, tell Coach Rich your favorite Disney song. So I'm going to have these girls come up to bat with the Fox Sports voice, introducing them while their favorite Disney song plays. Is that extra? 
or is that awesome? It's extra and awesome. I will say this. As a guy who built his career in radio, it's an honor to get the voice guy and the production guy to create an ID for you. I'll never forget working at K-Rock New York, and I was just a, a, a van driver who was doing weekend shifts at a big station. And the first time a production guy made me El Cavino on 92.3 K-Rock, it put a tingle in my radio dingle. So for these little nose-picking kids to get that honor just to walk up to their little kid's softball game, that's a big deal. I mean, the, to me. little, the little kids won't know how cool it is, but the parents but they have to go. Should. The parents will take yeah. note. Three uh, one out of Juliet Elementary School. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now batting number she six. Picks. Her nose. Her name is Cindy. Let's give it up for Cindy Lou Who on the Pink Sparkles. Obviously, you don't know little girls' names now. They're all like old lady names again. Oh, Charlotte. Let's say hello to Edith. <laughs> so Daisy. Daisy's batting second. Ethel. Rhonda. And all <laughs> and all of a sudden I hit Phyllis. And all of a sudden, no, batting and, cleanup. And, and you know what? There's a there's an app. Hold on, I'll tell you the name of the Jerry. app. Is there a Gertrude on your team? Eartha. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I got I gotta tell you that I gotta tell you the name of this app because this is it's called I think it's the Batter, batter up. There's a there's an app. There's an app for everything. There's an app for everything. Yeah. But the actual app that people use. There's a, there's one that apparently is the universally loved one. Where I think it's batter up. Where you could load the voice and ten seconds of a song. Right. And it's just like a touchpad. I, well, bu- I just well, bought a, I bought a song. A sp- Kids having walk up music. Next batter is up. Sort of commonplace. I see that at Little League games today. But the actual radio professional production and voice is next level. To answer your question, I think it's extra and awesome. But are you showing up other parents? Is this going to ruffle some feathers and ruffle some ridges is the question. Yeah, that's the thing. Are the other coaches on the other teams going to be like, all right, guy, what's with your uh, frozen and Moana walk-ups and the girls? Like, am I... uh is this a little nice little jab and to the, the other way, coaches? You throw a little coin, a little extra to the production people. You think they got just time to be voicing off these He's names? He's the production guy. I mean, I know it's like for a good cause and for little kids, and it's a nice thing to do. But is this like a pro bono sort of situation? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna throw them like a, a Why gift you card. My money. I don't know. I give him like a, Why like, like a gift card to Dick's Sporting Goods. Why are you spend the money? You know what? If they, he doesn't want to do it, I'll have Danny do it. Hey. <laughs> hey <laughs> no buddy. Buddy. No This buddy. would be a good side hustle for our boy Vito, who does the production yeah. for our network. No Which, yeah. if they're jealous, just give him one of Vito's uh, business cards. Let me tell you. So, hey, just, just an idea. Just I, what I, the production guy needs. Extra work. Why are you even putting that out there? Because it's true, but I, I get it. It's a nice thing. It's for a good cause. Little kids are awesome. But to answer your question, very extra, but very awesome. I think you're using your resources. Something's I, wrong with the MP3 machine. I, well, let me tell you, I bought, a, I bought a portable speaker yesterday on Amazon. I'm all set. I'm like, I'm going to bring a big speaker to the game. These kids, <laughs> my team is got, you know what? All the other extra parents could be jealous of the What's pink sparkles. Record, it's all weird. Didn't start at zero zero. We're at this is a new season. New we're, season for the Pink Sparkle yeah. Bandits. Where'd you win? Rich is out there with a instant replay three hundred and sixty on his lap, playing sound effects during oh, yeah. the game. Just a bit outside. <laughs> so hey, uh, if you're living that mom or dad coaching life, shout outs to you. Now today, I said this earlier. I think it's time to pay tribute to a to a movie, a classic that's twenty five years old. Today, this movie came out. February 19th, 1999, 
And that movie, my friends, Office Space. I'd say cult classic, but still. I think quotable, definitely hit the mainstream. We've all seen it at this point, I would imagine. I mean, at this point, it's 25 years old. And there was a side debate, too. Is this the Ghetto Boys' biggest song? I'm saying no, mine playing tricks on me because of the video. And I had that on Maxi single. I'm too, saying for the, the for the casual music fan, they know this song from the movie. This well, is a, yeah, this is a big soundtrack song for this movie. No doubt, no diggity. Now, when you think of Office Space, everyone immediately thinks of Lumberg, right? As like the worst boss. That's the boss no one wants. Oh, I mean, everyone pictures, you know, Lundberg getting it down. You don't want your wife to end up with Lundberg. I looked it up. It's Lumberg. Lumberg. Because I was like, is it Lundberg or Lumberg? Lumberg. 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 So, Who was also Mike Brady. Didn't he also play Mike Brady in the Brady Bunch? Mike. Lumberg played Mike Brady? Yeah. In the uh, Brady Bunch movie. We have sort of a problem here. Yeah. Talk about an IMDb. I mean, <laughs> Lumberg and Mike Brady? Let me look up that dude's name. Well, look up his name. Give him some props. But it got to me To me, thinking. he looks like Tom Bergeron. It got me thinking. He does look like a Tom right. Bergeron. He has a, a Bergeron vibe to him. So I ask you this. If you want to share a story about a bad boss, or better yet, this is Fox Sports Radio. What about a bad manager like you? What coach or manager do you feel manager. like did the most damage to the team you're a fan of? Like, is there a... Is there a team that you root for where one manager sticks out like that guy set us back years? He was the worst. Football, baseball, basketball. What coach or manager do you feel like, wow, they did not, not only did they do nothing for my team, the fact that they hired this guy set the team in the wrong direction. You know, sometimes I think it's, it's, the team that sucked and not necessarily the manager, but because he managed the team, you associate him with sucking. Like, I don't know, as a kid growing up, if Stump Merrill was the worst manager ever, <laughs> yeah, the best name. but his name sucked and the team sucked behind him. So I'm like, well, he must have sucked. Um, so it could be a misconception, like Dave Concepcion. It could be a, a, a misconception. By the way, Bill Lumberg was played by Gary Cole, who was... Mike Brady in the Brady Bunch movie. Wow. It was Ron Livingstein as wow. Peter Gibbons. And, of course, Mike Judge was behind the movie. Uh, Steven Root played Milton. My stapler. My stapler. 20, 20, and Steven Root, years? Steven Root was also was, in was Dodgeball. And I'll give you a fun fact. You want a fun fact, Rich? Please. I believe Billy West was one of the co-writers of this movie. He was involved, right? And he wrote the Milton character based on a dude that I worked with in radio. I worked with the guy that Milton was based on, would, and he was a weirdo, would, just like that. I was told I could, I could listen to the my, radio at a reasonable volume. My, my stapler. <laughs> so, yeah, again, 25 years ago today. Brent, honestly, Brent, that guy is synonymous with staplers. Brent, for some, Brent, <laughs> honestly, stapler. anytime someone asks for a stapler, there's a, a reference to Milton <laughs> from Office Space. 25 years old today. Again, if you're just joining us, February 19th, 1999, 25 years ago. I forgot Jennifer Aniston was in that movie. Of course she was. She was, who, she was who Lumberg. Uh, I they, know, but like at the time, you, you didn't. I didn't realize it. Chotchkeys was the I'm name looking the back now. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a minute. But yeah, Bill Lumberg is the is the one of the main characters. He's the boss. 
and nobody likes them. No one's working. They do what? An, an approximate, what, 15 minutes of work per day? Yeah. Or something like that. So Michael Bolton? Yes, Michael Bolton, that <laughs> yeah. no talent ass clown. Lots of quotes. Based on that, who comes to mind I, for I mean, you? There, there's a few people that come to mind for me. Now, you're always going to go to your team. You're always going to reference the team you root for. Like, I remember that guy. He stunk. In fact, our team was headed in the right direction until that guy. And listen, my 49ers, fresh off a Super Bowl loss. I got no problems with Kyle Shanahan, but if you want to rewind, oh, I don't know. Seven years, I think? Eight years? Do you remember the Chip Kelly in San Francisco experiment? Yeah. One year with the Niners, two and 14. It was like, yeah, this is the g- g- later. Bye. Out. You could say, what about, what about Urban Meyer in Jacksonville? Didn't even last a year. Who comes to mind for you? 877-99 on Fox. You what feel, about, what you about f- Coach Klein in Waterboy when he lost his confidence? It's when, tough, when, it's a tough his, one. when his playbook was stolen, a la Henry Winkler, the yeah, Fonz, that's, that's a good one. as the coach in Waterboy. Just wasn't the same without his playbook. No, look, like I said, there's a lot of times, too, when you want to think about leaders, coaches, managers, just guys you worked with, too. There's There's also that fine line of, were they the worst because they pushed you hard and pushed you to be better as a result? Well, because I, I've worked for people that I hated at the time. Kind of like the movie 27, no, Devil Wears Prada or Whiplash. Like, J.K. Simmons was the worst teacher, but did he push you for greatness? And that's why you hated him, because and it was tough at the time. Say- I, I look back and I work for tyrants rich but you know they they taught me work ethic that i used to my advantage in the future you, you so just uh, made two movie references devil wears prada and whiplash yeah the real life version of the grumpy guy that gets a lot out of you the new documentary people are talking a lot about the patriots the dynasty mm-hmm. and Man. you're already seeing Danny G, the footage coming out of that where they're making it seem like Bill Belichick was like, not only was he not fun to play for, but like, he was like miserable. Oh, yeah. I mean, and maybe that's why he's not finding a, a landing spot right now. I mean, he's got the, the resume and the credentials, but what young dude wants to play for that type of guy right now? I don't dude, know. The comments from Gronk, from Gronk make it seem like they felt like they were in prison. Well, you saw the personalities of Tom Brady and Gronk. Like, when they played for the Bucks for that year, for those, the year or so. They they were like different people. But again, what did he bring out in these guys? Greatness. He was very J.K. Simmons like. You know, and, and that's that's part of it. And I I might this, this might be a little off the topic, but I thought that about Bill Belichick until I seen his honey. You can't pull a fine honey like he got me to do that everybody's saying he is. Nah, you can separate that. That's work and personal. Maybe she, maybe also feel these like uh Maybe the honey liked the money. Yeah. Ah, they, you know, you never know. So it's the shoes, or maybe it's he holds shoe. it down. Maybe he, yeah, maybe it's his what, trumps, what, his trump sneakers. What, uh, what coach or manager set your team back in a way that you hated so much? So, since it is the anniversary of Office Space, who is your Lumberg? 
Who is the guy that you're like, I hate this coach. I hate this manager. I brought up the one-year experiment of Chip Kelly for the 49ers. I mean, there are times where your team gets rid of a guy you like and they bring in someone else and you're like, that's who they're going with? All right. Usually an interim guy sometimes, you know, is that guy. And I believe Jacques Vaughn, coach of the Nets, was just fired. Yeah, he was. To tie it in. Uh, was just let go today. So the Lundberg that comes, the, I'm sorry, the Lumberg that comes to mind <laughs> for you in honor of this cult classic. I don't think anyone's. Uh, I don't think anyone's devastated about Jock. I think it was time to move on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there yeah, anyway. Yeah. All right, your phone calls, your feedback next. Cavino and Rich in for the great Dan Patrick here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. It's Cavino and Rich live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios, the utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz with hundreds of customizable comfort settings inside the cabin. It's the EV that recharges you. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQE. We got Danny G. We got Joel Spotty. It's Cavino and Rich, day one of the Dan Patrick Hattrick, and happy President's Day. Do you have a fun fact, Rich? I, I mean, I have a ton of them. Do you want another? You said one every hour. I'm on the edge of my seat waiting. By the way, we're also getting to your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox and your feedback at Covino and Rich on social media, talking about the worst coaches, worst bosses in tribute to Lumberg from Office Space, which came out 25 years ago today. Feel old yet? 1999 on this date, Office Space. Great movie. You that said cult classic? It's a cult classic, and it's now old enough to have a mustache. It could have been married and divorced by now, for all we know. I know. 25 Ooh. years old. Uh, how are you feeling today, by the way? Not bad. Why? Would you say okay? I'd say I'm okay. Martin Van Buren. Oh. You know who went to Martin Van Buren High School? Your dad. <laughs> Burn 
burger and fries. Oh, Rob Parker, right here from Stop Fox, it. from Fox Sports Radio, the oh. Odd Couple. Rob Parker, I went, love Rob Parker. Went to Martin Van Buren High School in Queens, and it was Martin Van Buren who came up with and popularized the phrase. Okay, Rob like, Parker. Okay, is a is a Martin Van Buren thing. Who came up with Okie Dokie? Okay, is an idiom that took the world by storm when it came out of the mouth of. President Martin Van Buren. Van Buren carried the nickname Old Kinderhook. Okay. And he would say, oh, okay. Well, uh, George George Bush came up with fool me once. Shame on you. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Won't be fooled again. Yeah, he did come up with that. That was a good one, too. Hey, speaking of presidential fun facts oh bill clinton was the only one that had a cigar forget i can't do that <laughs> no 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 you can't say that on fox but um there's a unwritten study unwritten rule or law or theory i should say that either subconsciously or consciously not a day goes by that president abe lincoln doesn't cross your mind Meaning maybe you see a stop sign, a school, a statue, a building, a $5 bill, a penny on the ground. Something happens once a day. You listen to Lincoln Park. You think of Abe Lincoln. You see some dude with a top hat. You see Danny G's beard. Like yeah. You see something that reminds oh, Abe Lincoln, you yeah. of Abe Lincoln. You see someone, oh, you see someone uh, hunting vampires. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's true. And think about it. Next time it crosses your mind, you'll be like, ah, Abe I've Lincoln. heard that before. Uh, well, in honor... We said 25 years ago, the movie Office Space came out on this day. Lumberg might have been the worst boss. So we said, hey, worst boss, worst coach. He was sort of apathetic. Yeah. What coach set your team back? We're like, oh, I hated that coach. I forgot this one. I, I, I got to be honest. Someone hit me up with this. Cowboys fans probably don't forget Dave Campo. Three years in the early 2000s, Ugh. where they went five and eleven, five and eleven, and five and eleven. The fact that Jerry Jones stuck with him for three years because he was a defensive coordinator on some of those big championship teams. But and I would say that's a fair assessment too, Rich, because I mean some of the names that we threw out there, you you think of the worst years of whatever team you root for, and you're going to associate that coach with it. But sometimes, in their defense, they had a weak team to deal with and really didn't get much opportunity. Or sometimes... Three years, that's that's a good chance to prove yourself. Or sometimes the personnel's there and the coach just stinks, and no offense to Romeo Crennel, but he went 2-14 and 14 with the Chiefs, with six pro bowlers and a pretty sweet roster. Andy Reid took over the next year. 11-5, and five and the rest is history. That's when the Chiefs started really coming into their own. So sometimes the coach just stinks. Josh McDaniel seems like he's done that for a couple teams now. Oh, man. There's been a couple Broncos, of Raiders, Raiders coaches. I mean, uh, besides Josh McDaniels being pretty obvious, think back to 2012 through 2014. Dennis Allen. Oh, very- I was going to say Art Shell 2.0. <laughs> I mean, at least Art Shell had a winning love him. past. You yeah. guys love him. All right, he's a Hall of Famer. Dennis Allen, 8-28 and 28 in a very punchable face. Oh, boy. Now, right. I'll throw one out there, too, to not steal anyone's thunder. I see a lot of people are on hold, so I'm not going to steal yours. I'll give you a random one. Dave Shula. Like father, like son? Not exactly. Don <laughs> Shula has the most wins in NFL history, finishing his career with a record of 328-156-6. His son, Dave Spent all Hi, I'm four Dave. and a half seasons. Hi, I'm Dave. With the Bengals, compiling a record of nineteen and fifty-two. Nah, so he good. he goes down, especially being that his dad was one of the greats. Yeah, 
you know, it was hard to be Dave. It's like being, uh, it's like being Fred Claus. It's like being when your brother's Santa. It's like being Ozzy. It's like being Frank Stallone. Um, let's say what's up to Eric in Connecticut. What's up, man? What coach comes to mind? What coach or manager set your team back? What do you got? You already stole my thunder. I was going to say Josh McDaniels with the Broncos because, man, my team's still struggling 15 years later. Yeah, it's like he I, – I think it's over for him. Not as a coordinator. Some, You know, he'll he'll – I think he'll be around the league, but I think the days of someone saying he's the guy that's going to lead our team, sometimes there's good coordinators that – like Steve Spagnuolo as a head coach had some rough moments. But you could argue he's a Hall of Fame coordinator. So – Sometimes you just got to know your your where you fit. Yeah, guys like Norv Turner was a great great, great coordinator, great example. but a really bad head coach. You could say you could say that about a lot of coordinators where it's like, "Yo, you're you're best at just doing this." And you know what it's a, it's another topic maybe for another day, but now that the 49ers are looking for a new defensive coordinator, two names that are floating around are Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick, which sounds ridiculous, but Kavino's like, why would you ever be a Hall of Fame level coach and then be a coordinator? But maybe at a certain time of your career, you're like, you know what? I want the challenge. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe. Seems like a big step back, but you It don't seems know. like a step back, but maybe that's where they are in their career. And Who knows? If they're willing to put their ego aside and be honest about it, then yeah, that could work. Uh, Mike in Montana, you're on with Kavino and Rich. In for the great Dan Patrick. What's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? You know, worst coach, we're going back to high school, 95, Burlingame High School, varsity baseball coach, Terry Whitfield. Garbage. <laughs> Is this your personal experience? Uh, yes, sir. I'm sure Terry is proud of the shout out you've given him. What 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 made it so bad? Or he do ben- I not want to ask? Benched, he benched Mike. Ah. <laughs> Mike got pulled in the second inning. Yeah, sorry, Mike. Sorry uh, to hear about that. John in Florida, what's up, John? You're on with Kavino on Rich. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to say uh, Nick Saban, the one year he did with the Miami Dolphins, when he asked for total control, picked Culpepper over Breeze, and then quit a year into it, and we didn't even have a GM or a president of operations to hire his replacement, and we were all downhill after that. You know, because of his collegiate success, a lot of times that sort of swept aside, but he really did set your team back. Like, that was... Again, a very Urban Meyer, Jacksonville Jag style where it's like, this is not working. Like When a team pulls the plug before season one is done, I mean, look at Frank Reich in Carolina. You had Bryce Young, you had a, a, a fresh young team, and what, did they win one game before they let him go? Hey, Rich, how do you think the weenials of today would view the coaches we had growing up with cigars and blowing cigarettes, smoking your face, and wearing like, beer t-shirts and you know the coaches we had i mean i thought they were great coaches but how would they view that type of coach in today's world i'd like to think we're not that old but if you played sports in the 90s like my little league coaches were smoking pipes and cigarettes and cursing and everything like 100 percent. and now now when i when i had just a kid's stance now i have to be have to hey parents could could i touch their arms (laughs) you know it was a a very different time it was a bunch of old guys who didn't even have kids in the league anymore they just want to get away from their wives they just wanted to get out of the house so i wonder how you view that in today's world um i just looked this up rich because it's funny I, i always assume buddy bell he was a coach for a long time you know the bells have a long history in baseball but Buddy failed pretty bad for three different organizations. I, I was not aware of that. The Tigers, 
The Colorado Rockies, 161 and 185. The Royals from 2005 to 2007, 174 mm. wins, 262 Yikes. losses. Again, not a lot of talent on those teams, but he had a winning percentage of under 500, like barely 400. So Buddy Bell failed three times with three different teams. Now, the hat trick of losing. You brought up the Tigers. Yeah. Am I? I think I'm correct in saying they tried to go to the well with Alan Trammell. And I get why teams do it, right? They, they take a former. Familiarity. They take the former all star face of the team years later. Like every time the Mets have an open position, what do yeah. you always hear based out of our New York friends? Oh, they should go with uh, Wally Backman or, uh, you know, bring in uh, Beltron or uh, David Wright. Or, you, you always want to go to the well of. Who is the who is the star player? He could coach now. Rest in peace before Gary Carter passed away. I remember back in the day, they're like, they should have Gary Carter. That's a sentiment. It's a good uh, press release. I had a Lyft driver call up. He couldn't stay on hold, but he said to mention Magic Johnson, his very short tenure coaching the Lakers. Yeah. He was 5-11. and 11. Remember, he resigned because the Lakers finished the season on a 10-game losing streak. So he's known, obviously, for failing at that in his late-night TV talk show. Yeah, not everybody could do that. And by the way, his late-night TV talk show, a lot of that credit, unfortunately, goes to Howard Stern when he made a total mockery of it, and they sang Wipeout, <laughs> and they yeah. were you know, ripping ass Now, later, Magic said the reason he hated coaching was because he couldn't get the players to practice and have excellence of the game the way he did, so he was just really frustrated. How about this stint, Rich, on your team, Mike Singletary? I didn't mind Singletary, the Singletary years. He, it, it, 18 and 22. Can't play with him. But again, can't play, yeah, I can't mean, win with him. I didn't hate him. I didn't hate him. It did, because the Niners have had like Mike Tomsula, they were five Chip and, Kelly. 5 like, and 10 before he was eh, fired, I don't though. Know. And it was they're, sort of a bizarre little stint he that had is true. with that team. But there, there have been worse. And uh, who did you just bring up before that? I'm brain dead. I just Magic heard. Johnson. Oh, Magic Johnson. Um, I know it's based on uh, reality, but... That docu-series we loved about the Lakers winning time time on HBO that got canceled, unfortunately. Paul Westhead, I mean, he won with the Lakers, but after that, he really didn't have much success. So you wonder, like... Well, the leadership qualities seem to be in question. Could anyone have... Danny G, could anyone have led that Lakers squad... To, to glory because they were just stacked back then. Late seventies. I, I wouldn't say anyone because there were so many big personalities on the team. You had to be a leader of men. You had to be able to get all of those egos in check and be able to work together. You know, it's always an interesting one. And again, there a lot of them are legends. But have you noticed that in sports, very rarely we brought this up recently. Very rarely. When a legendary coach or manager goes to another team, Bruce Bochy defied the odds by winning with the Rangers. That's how the conversation came up. Remember during baseball season? We're saying very rarely do coaches or managers go to another team later in their career and and duplicate the success. Like Jimmy Johnson with the Dolphins, anywhere Parcells went, anywhere. um, Remember Joe Gibbs 2.0, Archell 2.0. Like anytime you go to the well a second time, it doesn't usually translate like can like if Belichick were to get a head coaching job next year I think you'd be crazy to think it means automatic success no it doesn't. Joe Torrey with the Dodgers Joe Torrey with the Dodgers came off of looking like he couldn't not win 100 games as a manager and then you know that was short-lived in Los Angeles so it could be bosses because we're doing this in tribute to Bill Lundberg your Lundberg favorite, your favorite boss my favorite worst boss ever from office space <laughs> TPS reports 
could have been a boss. Well, Tony LaRusso in his last stint with the White Sox for sure. Yeah, that didn't vibe. Yeah, but he but he is a guy that won in multiple places. Right, but he uh, overstayed his welcome. Maybe he was 176 years old coaching young guys. <laughs> so you know, maybe it was in your life. Maybe it's a coach. We'll take your phone calls to wrap it up. Dave in Boise, what's up, Dave? Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm um, Dave. <laughs> Vic Fangio with the Dolphins, absolute yes. vibe killer. Would not players would not play for him. You get that vibe sometimes. You're like, yeah, this is, they got to pull the plug. And sometimes the team doesn't pull the plug right away. And you're like, now we're just killing time. Now we're just killing time. Uh, Robert in I Dallas. I really said too about vibe killer. You know, there's vibe creators and vibe enhancers. And you see that with Danny G's Raiders right now, with Antonio Pierce. That dude's a vibe creator, vibe setter. Doesn't mean they'll win, but he's a vibe yeah, creator. You need that as as a leader too. You need to change that culture. If, if it's it starts from the top. If that guy's weak, yeah, it's not going to be. It's not a good outlook for your team. What's up, Robert? Hello. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Hey, Billy Martin, Oakland A's blew out the five best arms in the '80s. Worst. Ever. You know, it's a weird thing to look back on. I, I was a little kid in the 80s, more of a 90s kid, but, you know, as a kid growing up on the East Coast, I grew up in New York, the whole Billy Martin, Lou Pinella thing, looking back, it felt so weird to me just as a kid. Like, wait, does, does Steinbrenner just keep switching them when he's in a bad mood? And yeah. looking back, it seems like that was the case. I don't think you've ever seen anything like that in any other sport, right? Where... It felt like every year or so it was like... And then he just dissed Yogi Berra, and that's why he didn't come back for all those yeah. years. Yeah, it was a weird ego thing going Billy back Martin and forth. Billy Martin, for sure. Yeah. All right, listen, we'll, uh, we'll take the rest of your feedback. At Covino and Rich, in for the great Dan Patrick. We have more next. We'll talk a little NFL to wrap the show. Hang tight. CNR on FSR. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. Again, we're here on Tuesday and Wednesday. And on Thursday, in for Colin Cowherd, so definitely join us. We appreciate it. And check out our social media, Covino and Rich, for yeah. more action. Let's be friends. Let's do it. Um, Joel played a little Missy and Sierra. Did you play that because Sierra's packing up the house? Do you see Russell Wilson put the mansion on the market in Denver. You don't do that. You don't buy yeah, one of the a... most expensive properties in Colorado history and put it on the market if you don't think the writing's on the wall. He's going to so, play for the Jets, I hear. One, two, step. Where's he Where's he going? I, I hear and by people... the way, I'm just kidding. There, there's rumors and speculation on which teams he'd fit in best with. And, of course, yeah, the Raiders came yep. up, and the Steelers, Steelers yep. Jets. So something's going down. Or maybe he realized he had far too many bathrooms in that Denver mansion. What did he have? Like 12? But he only had four bedrooms, which could be a tactic. Like, I just don't want visitors. I don't- <laughs> who knows? We'll keep you. But we're going to actually wrap up with the uh, NFL. Well, you know what? Let's take two quick phone calls, and then I have thoughts on Russell Wilson. We'll uh, we'll get to our more NFL stuff tomorrow. We're here a couple days for Dan. Uh, Greg in Louisiana, you're on with CNR. What's up, bud? Thanks, guys. Um First of all, on and off the field, Steve Kime, Arizona, worst general manager, crapped the bed with all his number one draft picks for over 10 years, not to mention a terrible contract to Cliff Kingsbury and freaking um, Kylan Turdberry. And then just an off note, I went to high school with friends with Greg Pitts from the office who made the face. So mm-hmm. shout out to class of 88 Venice High School. There you go. And by the way, I left him. <laughs> what did he call him? Kyler uh, what do you call him? Cliff Turdberry? Is that what he said? Yeah, it's some name from. Anyway, good bad coach. Um, let's go to Tommy. Wrap it up. We're in honor of the 25th anniversary of Office Space. Who is your Lumberg? What coach? What boss, so to speak, was the worst for your team? What's up, Tommy? Hey guys. So let's go back to the 80s, right? For you 80s uh, uh, throwback, the Seahawks starting quarterback suddenly gets a job as the Washington head coach. Came out of nowhere. Nobody wanted Jim Zorn as a Washington head coach, and nobody wanted uh, Howie Long to act in movies. But those were two bad professional <laughs> moves that we just had to put up with. Thank God jo- uh, Jim Zorn is gone. Thank you, Tommy. Howie Long, the movie star. And can I wrap it up with, you know who's the weakest manager, a la Bill Lumberg style? Rich Davis of the Pink Sparkle Pixies. <laughs> yeah. you, how, how, I mean, we're Rich, in full uniform. He's not even, yeah, full uniform. Not even a manager. He's a coach. Curse the manager. I'm the manager. The manager. And he's got a headset on because he's the DJ. Yeah. We're going to be the best six and under girls softball we'll team see. in the Valley. We'll You'll see. see. We'll see. All right. So no, I had to you. Know, you can't turn off all the lights outside and put a spotlight, scrobe them. You know, you, know what, you know what the girls have a tendency to do, every little kid? When you try to feel the ground ball. Yeah. There's a couple of girls that try to like push their glove down on it, and you have to teach them like, no, no, no. Well, you know whose like, job is to teach them? Me, you, Coach so you of the Pink Sparkle it. Pixies. You better get on it, Coach Dickey. That a coach's job or a manager's job? I don't uh, know. You know, it's, it's tough question. This guy thinks he's Tony Larusa. Um, now you brought up Russell Wilson. Joel played a little Sierra one-two step, great classic from the 2000s. 
Sierra's packing the house. They they put it on the market, which means writing is on the wall. Now, you got to ask yourself this. There's quarterbacks out there that you're going to absorb a little money, and there's not much you need to give in return. And then there's some players where you're going to have to give something in return. So if you're Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin, do you say, I want Justin Fields? Chicago's going to want something for Justin Fields. I'd want Justin Fields over Russell Wilson. But you know what Russell Wilson comes with? A cheaper More of an uh, a cheap price tag for what his contract was. Right. And you don't they're not wanting anything in return. The Broncos the Broncos are pretty much saying like take him on a deal. We don't really need anything in return. So if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers or you know one of these teams like the Vikings, if you're the Vikings, you stick with Cousins, or do you say, oh, we want Justin Fields? Do you take a chance on a veteran, or do you give a young guy a big contract? Like, what about the Dolphins? If you're the Dolphins, do you say, let's give two of the big deal, or do you say, you know what? Let's not do that. Look for a and Joey maybe, Flacco to step yeah, bring in. Bring in like and, a Cousins or something like that. Yeah. Not a Flacco, like a Cousins. No, or I'm something. just saying he did well in that role towards yeah, the end. Yeah, he's done that. That's, that's all. I, think that, I didn't mean this year. I'm just giving you the example from last year. That's Tampa, Joel. No. <laughs> Rug Florida team. Yeah, I know. I think they found their quarterback. No. Um, and then tomorrow, Rich, based on all this, we're going to try to figure out which team is looking best for next year. There's so much speculation. Which and team should be the most excited we're eight next days, year? We're eight days removed from the Super Bowl. There's already articles, headlines, pieces done on what teams – should the Chiefs be worried about? There was we just saw this morning. Was it on Speak or ESPN? Was it on Fox or ESPN? Where it's who are the 49ers' biggest worry in the NFC next season? It's like biggest worry. It was uh, See, Green Bay, the Rams, or the Lions. The, yeah, no one's even given the, the Cowboys or Eagles credit. No. So we'll talk about what team should be concerned, who should be excited. We'll get to all that tomorrow. Plus, of course, more just random fun here with Kavino and Rich. And anything you miss, you could always catch on the podcast. On the podcast, search Kavino and Rich, leave a review. You qualify for a swiggy. And again, if you want to watch what we do, we have a bonus pod overpromised on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page. Nice. We'll see you guys tomorrow in for Dan. Until then, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.